0: hi guys this is tom i am the host of come let's disciple the podcast and also the pastor behind pastor unlikely and welcome to the show i'm glad you joined us the subject of today's quick podcast is empty and burdened christianity it doesn't seem to go together well does it empty and burdened christianity jesus promises us that we will have an abundant life promises us that we will have freedom and yet even though they don't go together well this is the experience of many Christians now we feel completely empty that we're, we're not being filled with the things of the Lord we don't feel the joy we don't feel peace we're not overflowing with the Holy Spirit but at the same time we feel burdened that the weight of expectations and rules and regulations are, are so upon us that it feels crushing at times like we're just failing i would submit to you that, that this is a a big red flag of something wrong in your christian life and it can be there's a number of, of reasons that it can be present but one of the big ones is the bible teaching that you are getting Or perhaps not getting in the Bible there's a a two words we're encouraged to both be teachers of the word and then preachers of the word There, there are two different terms for what goes on with the Bible and what should go on in church with the Bible preaching is encouraging someone in their actions. Preaching is exhorting someone to go out and be active in doing things. When people preach the word, it's preaching them to encouraging them to come to Jesus. It's a great thing. We should be encouraged. We should be spurred on to good works. We should if the pastor is doing his job, he should motivate people through the word. But the problem comes when that is not married. It doesn't go hand in hand with solid Bible teaching. Not teaching about the Bible. Those are two different things. Not teaching about a subject. Those are two different things. Rather, teaching the Bible, what is in it, why it's in there, why Jesus says certain things and what do they mean. This is where we equip believers with the strength of the Bible. We, believers get to learn what is in there and why it's in there and really adopt it to our lives. This is the, the brass tacks of Christian life that we want to know what Jesus said and why he said them and allow those truths to mold our life, our inner self, to change our view of life. The problem is, too often in the American Christian experience, and this is really very often seen in the seeker-sensitive church model, there's a lot of preaching, there's a lot of talking around the Bible. This is how you become a better person. This is how you reach your neighbors. This is how you should bring other people into this church. But it skips over the, this is why you should be joyful in the Lord. This is why you should be grateful. This is, look what Jesus did here, and oh, what a great Savior we have. Equipping people to understand the fundamental doctrines of Jesus Christ so that their hearts are changed and there's an overflowing joy, an overflowing desire to help people from the understanding of what Jesus did for us. It's such a different approach to Christianity, and I think it's been present since the time of Jesus, but if it's just go out and do something, you're going to feel burdened to do it, but not have the skills, not have the ability, not have the Jesus motivation. You'll have worldly motivation but not Jesus motivation. We used to experience this all the time. We, we had gone to a church that was at heart a secret sensitive church and my wife was a growing believer at the time. I wasn't a believer at the time and then I, I started to be but it was almost despite what I was learning. It, the, it was really interesting what would happen was we would go and it's not that the sermons are bad. It's not that they're, they're not entertaining. It's not that they don't contain the wor- words of Christianity. The, the phenomenon is you are there, you're motivated, you, are, you hear what they say and it sounds good, but then five minutes after you leave the service, you completely forget what they, they said and go back to your old life and you feel if you've been' were paying attention you're going to feel burdened you're going to feel like you should do something but there's no real core change in in you it's there's just not the power of the, the Word of God passed on there's no power in it So it's just motivate, 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 and then just fizzle out and wind up in very little. This was the cycle we went through for quite a few years. And the weight of it was crushing. The weight of an expectation of you should do something. We need you to do something. you should do something. And then contrasted with the, I don't understand why I should do something. I don't really understand why Jesus wants me to do something. I don't have the, the raging fire of the Holy Spirit in me that makes the words of Jesus overflow from my mouth. This is empty and burdened Christianity because there is no power, there is no uh, torrent of living water coming out of us, but there is the expectation of the works of a Christian. So it's the, lacking in the power of the Holy Spirit but demanding the works of the Holy Spirit. If this is you, it's not always the church's fault. That's not what I'm saying at all. And this is a a matter to take to the Lord and figure out why. But I want to tell you that if you're feeling this way, burdened by Christianity, that's a wrong feeling. Christianity should never be about being burdened. It's about being privileged. It's about joy. It's about understanding that the God of, the, of heaven and earth died for you to give you a privilege. And if you're feeling empty, then there's something wrong. There's something wrong with your filling mechanism. And it could be the church. It could be you. It could be just life. Figure it out. He, Jesus promises it to fill us. He promises that torrent of living water. If it's not coming, then it's the old uh, example of the husband and wife driving in one of the old-style cars with a bench seat. And they've had the bench, the car, for many years during their marriage. In the beginning, the husband's driving and the wife is right snuggled up next to him. After 30 years, the wife is already all the way on the other side. And she turns to her husband and says, Honey, what what happened back in the day? We used to cuddle and I used to be right next to you. We used to be much closer. And the husband turns and says, Well, clearly I didn't move, so what happened? Same with Jesus. God is always there for us, to fill us, to give give us the gift of the Holy Spirit. He promises us great things. So if there's a problem, search out why there's a problem. One of them is if you were just getting preached at, exhorted to do things, but not equipped to do them. If that's the case, take action. Read your Bible. Read it for yourself. Watch sermons online. People who are preaching the Bible, excuse me, teaching the Bible, teaching it line by line, is my preference but teaching what's actually in it because it's those words that will change your life it's not teaching about it one, one more example we went to a presentation at church the same church where we'd walk out empty and burdened and we were looking forward to it we were new parents and the presentation was on biblical parenting. Biblical parenting, that description, you would think, parenting according to the Bible, right? How to be a Christian parent. We had little babies and we were dying. We were struggling. And it was a a challenging time in our life. We had two toddlers. So we were excited. This is great stuff. What does the Bible say? We wanted to hear the words of Jesus we wanted to hear the concepts of Jesus. We wanted to feel the love of Jesus and have our our conform ourselves to that. We got there. The pastor sat on the stage and told us all about how he parented. Not about how Jesus led him to parent. Not about what the Bible says about parenting. Just about this is what I do during the day. This is why I think it is is important. That's fine. That's a a good discussion that you can have with someone. But we got up, we walked out, and two minutes later it was gone because it wasn't the Word of God. It wasn't the Holy Spirit conforming us into Jesus' image. There was no power behind it. It was just one guy's opinion. There's not enough time in this life already. I'm not interested in listening just to one guy's opinion. I want God's perspective on things. Only that can make a difference in my life, in your life, in the world. So folks, what, what are we doing? Are we hearing the Word of God taught to us directly, clearly, and authentically, the actual Word of God, rather than the opinion of man? If you're not, then perhaps that's why it's empty and burdened. We all have a desire to do good things. It's just a question of where that is coming from. So that's my message for today, and I hope that you enjoy it and got something out of it. God bless you.